This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Demo on from Xeon, and we're going to be talking about the future of recruitment in Metaverse. And uh, obviously everyone's been following the news of Facebook and Microsoft, both kind of announcing their different versions of Metaverse and, uh, and what they're doing. So it's uh, very, very appropriate for us to be talking about it. And we've got an expert uh, to talk with it about. So Dima, would you do us a favor, the audience a favor, and introduce both yourself and Xeon? Uh, sure. Uh, thank you for having me today here, William. Um, sure. Uh, about Xeon, we are building a metaverse for public talks and co-working, and that allows companies to host their virtual spaces uh, in a metaverse. And it also allows their employees to explore the world uh, around their virtual office and to do connections, to network with people, to get education and um do what we would regularly do in the offline environment. So let's let's talk about metaverse for just a second. Uh, for those you know not as steeped in the, in the subject as you are, um, is it metaverse singular or is metaverse plural? Meaning, are there multiple different versions of metaverse? So the original term uh, was singular. Right. But what we are seeing today, it seems like there will be multiple metaverses. And uh, the beauty of that is that they will be interchangeable and right. interconnected. Uh, so as a user, you will have access to multiple metaverses and you might access those metaverses with a single profile, with a single avatar. And for example, if you create some skins or custom clothing or just any information about your avatar and your personality, you can share that uh, among multiple metaverses. And for example, you might have an office environment in one metaverse and you can log to a music party uh, with the same skin and with the same avatar in a different uh, metaverse. Uh, it is still not there, but it feels like the market will go that direction and that everything will be open. So it seems like metaverses will not limit themselves. Um, I mean, uh, they will not limit uh, users to, to a single metaverse. Right. So, so for uh, again, for the audience, uh, Metaverse is uh, also using uh, VR and AR or, or functionality of both uh, VR and AR as well? Um, as well. So uh, you might access uh, Metaverse either from laptop right. or from a mobile device or from VR and AR devices. Right. And uh, when you, we are talking about laptops, it looks like a regular video game which is available on your computer and the same with mobile devices. But when you when we talk about VR headsets, then you have this 
truly immersive experience where you feel being pr present in a different space and meeting people as you would normally do in uh, in offline environment. And when we are talking about AR uh, AR uh, experience, it creates some mixed reality because you can see your uh, offline surrounding and you can see other people who are physically far from, from you, but you see how their um, virtual projections fit into your physical environment. Right. So now let's now that we've got a baseline for, for Metaverse, the, uh, the future of recruitment. So recruitment outside of Metaverse stated and covered. What do you think the kind of the tenants or, or some of the entry points of, of what recruitment looks like in Metaverse? Uh, it will look very similar to, uh, to current experience uh, because the technology just provides, provides new ways, but uh, the, the processes how we do recruitment, they remain the same. So even before digital, uh, recruiters uh, and hiring managers would go out and find people and talk to them and um, make the make offers and discuss how people would join the company. With with internet, the same scheme uh, remained uh, unchanged, but we uh, people started finding other people not by going into fields, but uh, through so social networks like LinkedIn. And when we are talking about metaverse and recruitment uh, in metaverse. Um, the scheme will remain the same, but you will have access to other people through the metaverse. And uh, when we, um, the way how we see that at Xeon and how we enable a recruitment in metaverse is that we provide um, an office for a company, um, which is located in an open world where, where other offices are also located and where conferences are happening, some educational hubs are, are happening, and um, the recruiters of a company can go out from their virtual office and meet other people in different locations. For example, they can go, uh, go out to a conference and do networking there, or they can go to, um, let's say, um, party in the forest and meet uh, their potential hires there as well. So one of the things is uh, that, that I love about this is it's a, a different way to source talent. You, you can find talent and you can find talent in a different place. And sourcers and recruiters love finding new ways to find talent. So I, I yeah. love that. How do you, how do you believe skills, um, an experience will be rendered or is is rendered in, in Metaverse for candidates? Like how are they going to kind of showcase kind of what they're able to do uh, or, or what they have done, you know? Mm -hmm. In LinkedIn, it's, you know, it's flat, right? You can just go through their profile and you can see keywords and you can see all this stuff. And so, and, it, and there's biases and there's problems with that. So I'm not saying that's suggesting that that's the right way, but how do you kind of see at that developing you know, where, where uh, you know, a person can render their, their skills and experience, maybe even passions and things like that in, in Metaverse? Uh, yes, that's a very good question. So uh, anyways, there will be some form of 2D with information uh, because that's how people consume information. That's how we consume text. And even before digital, people were reading um, CVs on paper. Uh, that's how we are used to 
learn something new about a person. So for sure, when you when a recruiter will be hiring a person, uh, there will be some sort of CV or some sort of just regular information into the. Uh, but the beauty of Metaverse is that um, when we talk talk about LinkedIn. Uh, the candidate has the full power power over his or her profile, and you are not really sure if that information is realistic. What we can do in Metaverse is uh, add an additional layer which will uh, show what type of conferences this person is attending, how active that person is, how many connections in the field uh, and in the specific industry this person uh, makes. Um, did that person take part in some hackathon? Did that person take part in social projects happening in Metaverse? Um, so it's, it seems to me like um, the next stage of recruitment and presenting um, information about candidate will be not just by typing information, but by actively performing in Metaverse. And that will be displayed to recruiters when they meet you. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting because it's uh, been my experience on the VR side, going to a virtual conference and seeing virtual training. Is it's experiential? Mm -hmm. You get to experience the job, you know, tra train and kind of see if you you know simulate the job and things like that. So I, th I think it's kind of you know, especially with certain different job classes, I think it's really interesting to just go and experience the job before you even think to apply. Yes. And that's also a way for uh, young talent to find themselves and to mm. to find which job resonates with them. So they can take part in, in uh, various small projects and try engineering or try some um, farming or try coding with other people. And um, because we can simulate any uh, environment and any job processes. Uh, and from there, a person can understand what fits best and what resonates and how to develop um, a few next years of the career. And everything the person does and uh, learns will be represented as a part of their profile. Do you think, is Metaverse in the, in the future, do you think it has an element of blockchain in the, in the sense of kind of reducing fraud? So yes. That, yeah, tell me about that. Yes, we are already... Uh, designing our tokenomics and we will be implementing a blockchain because we understand that that's the future. And there right. are so many possibilities how to implement blockchain and how to make it valuable for any uh, part of the business. Uh, for example, when we talk about um, um, uh, hiring, um, not recruitment, but already hiring, we can do smart contracts between a company and employee. When we, uh, when we talk about uh, profiles at the recruitment stage, everything what I said before might be done with blockchain where every achievement of a candidate is a different token, uh, right. which represents uh, the unique experience this person has. And it's been validated. So you get all the fraud or I don't know about fraud, the, the hype, you know, one, you know, uh, how people kind of maybe over overstate what they're good at blockchain one of the beauties of it is especially if, if they've earned it and been validated it's it's you know it is it's true you yes. can actually trust it um you know there's a lot of a lot of conversations today on biases or recruitment biases in particular and how do you reduce recruitment bias 
you know, in a normal process. We're not even talking about metaverse. Um, what do you what do you see in metaverse as it relates to hiring bias and recruitment bias? As it either it it's makes it better, or do you you know, something that kind of worries you? What do you where do you see that intersection of recruitment bias and metaverse? Uh, so recruitment bias will remain the same when we talk about human to human conversations, because bias is something very deeply in human nature, right. and we cannot reduce that with technology. What we can do with technology is to provide. Um, uh, when we are talking about so- sourcing talent, then we can provide unbiased list of candidates who fit uh, best. But at the moment when a recruiter will start a conversation, then bias might happen. Mm. Uh, also, there are some experiments um, in the field around um, uh, chatbots and artificial intelligence that does the screening to eliminate uh, bias in recruitment. And we think about implementing that. It might, be, it might have really great potential, but from my personal experience and from what I have learned about that technology, it has not proved any significant results yet, but still it seems like a very promising technology for the future. You know what, you know what I love about uh, metaverse in this sense is you can create your own you know, like with avatars, you know, you can create an avatar that isn't you. So if you're worried about bias, you know, uh, for some reason, you can you can cloak some of that and and put a different persona of yourself, you know, in front of people, uh, and maybe even cloak your voice as well if you're talking to somebody, so that if there is a bias, you can kind of get get you can you can cloak that in a way that you can't do. You know, when you're when you're face to face with somebody in an office environment. Agree. Uh, what we are currently doing, we provide uh, every user with the possibility to customize their avatar and customize their look. So you might look um, n- n- realistic, similar to how you how you do in real life, or you can look completely different. The choice is up to you. Um, but what I'm thinking here, um, the bias about the look of a person Mm -hmm. uh, is rather an ethical issue right and it seems like we are uh, we are passing over that so uh there are all these new great trends like um even body positive and that uh you do not charge people by their look or by their um the country they come from, their accent, and so on. And uh, world is the world is becoming more and more open and inclusive. So I don't really feel like there will be this problem, even though we still have some traces of that problem from the past. Right. It seems like we are getting to a brighter future where where those biases based on how a person looks will will just fade away. Yeah, I, I feel I feel the same way. Actually, I think that that, that not just a push for inclusion, but just really uh, companies wanting it and talking more about it. But really, candidates are just demanding it. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if someone's based in the UK or whether or not they're uh, you know handicapped or disabled or whether or not they're a veteran or whatever, male, female, whatever. However, you want to think of the, how we've differentiated. Uh, delineated people in the past, eh, I see candidates and employees just not caring about that as much. 
mm-hmm. which 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 enables the business to then say, okay, well then the world and COVID also pushed some of this, uh, you know, faster than we probably uh, expected because you know now you can apply to a job anywhere in the world, which I think helps metaverse conceptually. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you can just get out of your four walls, like for me, I'm in the United States. If you can just get out of the four walls of the United States and start thinking about the world in a much, you know, much more larger place, then you can think about metaverse as well. It isn't that far of a step, I guess. Yes, yes. And uh, also what supports uh, metaverse development is that companies are switching to remote, remote first culture mm-hmm. and um companies are becoming more and more global with distributed talent and with people joining from all places uh, over the globe. And I think that's amazing because uh, that's the way how we, how we create that uh, equation and how everyone becomes equal with equal possibilities. Um, so the trend was there and with COVID, it, uh, COVID just uh, embraced the trend and metaverses will, uh, will carry this trend and take it to the next level. So how do folks get started? So someone that hasn't experimented with metaverse, you know, let's just, we'll, we'll talk to folks that have just never experienced any of this. Like, where do you, where do you suggest that they get started on their journey to you know, recruit. I mean, obviously the folks that are going to be listening to this are, are going to want to be finding talent. So how do they get started? It's very simple. Uh, if, if the person has never played games, I would suggest to play any game where you have a, a character uh, who can move uh, just for a couple of hours to understand that you can navigate the, the virtual world. That's pretty simple. And from there, everything is, is very... I would say natural because um, think of yourself in a realistic, in a real environment in some offline conference. You have your body and you direct your body to a person which um, which attracts your attention and you start converse, uh, a conversation and you ask questions, you learn about the person, you tell something about yourself, about your company. And we are taking that experience into the metaverse. The only difference there is that you are not moving um, with your real body. You are just manipulating your avatar. And you tell your avatar, go there, stand here, talk to this person. And from there, um, it's, very, it's, it's something that everyone is already used to. So we all know how to talk uh, on internet. And we, we know how to talk on Zoom and some other video conferencing tools. You just have a natural conversation. And it flows. I don't think there is something um, challenging for any person to start doing job uh, in metaverse and talking to people in metaverse. Last question: Is there anything that, as they as they start this journey, is there anything that they should avoid pitfalls or things that you advice that you give them of things that they just shouldn't do as they enter metaverses and they think about recruitment and they think about uh, acquiring talent, etc. Um, it's not about acquiring talent. Uh, it's about choosing metaverses. So what I have discovered, a lot of companies uh, want their office to be separated. So they want to have their unique space where only their employees have access to. Or, for example, if we talk about conferences, uh, organizers and planners want uh, some virtual space where nobody else has access to and only their attendees can, can be there. So, 
And a lot of companies who build metaverse or who build uh, virtual spaces for business, they follow that requirement. Right. And if you do that, no recruitment is possible. You have no <laughs> access to other people. You yeah, are closed, just locked. You've closed it off. Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, for, uh, I've, I've, I've been talking to companies and um, sometimes I see that they have this requirement for various reasons. For example, uh, we, don't others to, we don't want others to interrupt. Or for example, we, if we have a conference attendee, we don't want him or her to be able to go out and do something else. And that's, for me, it's quite strange because it's not really a problem of, uh, of technology. It's a problem of people not being engaged with your content. And right. when, when you have, let's say, a Zoom conference or some other conference, and if a person is not engaged, um, it's very easy to, to mute yourself and start watching YouTube videos. Uh, it's not about limiting a person uh, in terms of what they can do and what they cannot do. So my advice would be um, think open and think about limitless possibilities and provide those possibilities to all your employees, attendees, uh, people you want to, to work with and so on. This was wonderful. And again, first of many, because I want to actually do this as a series and really kind of understand metaverses uh, for folks and get them to understand it, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little while for, for, uh, for HR and for recruiters to kind of get their minds around all these things. But again, Facebook, Microsoft, everyone kind of making major announcements. I think it's, it's, it's going to help speed up everyone's mm -hmm. kind of desire to learn. Uh, so that's great. Thank you. Dima, thank you so much for carving out time and, and kind of breaking down some of the basics and essentials of, uh, of the future of recruitment in Metaverse. Thank you, William. I enjoyed this session. Thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone that listens to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live Podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at RecruitingDaily.com.